Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Vance today, Officer Moldovan returns to Chase Field after nearly a year and a half of intensive rehabilitation, accompanied by his wife, Chelsea, and DMX legend, Luis Gonzalez. He's here to throw out tonight's ceremonial first pitch. DMX fans, please help us welcome and show our support for Officer Tyler Moldovan. What a night, what a moment, what an inspiration Tyler Moldovan has been to this entire community, this department. Uh, welcome to the Phoenix 5-0 show. I'm Ryan Cody, along with our communications director, Donna Rossi. Uh, we appreciate you being here as always. As always, and also thank you to Bonneville for this time uh, to bring incredible stories from the Phoenix Police Department uh, to the listening public. Uh, Ryan, I, I think it goes without saying that you experienced... Um, Something that probably brought chills to your body and uh, tears to your eyes. Uh, this past week was the opening day of the Diamondbacks baseball season, and uh, there was a very special guest throwing out the first pitch. Yeah, we're still kind of coming down from a little bit of a high from being on the field at Diamondbacks opening night on Thursday where our own Tyler Moldovan was asked to throw out the first pitch, uh, the ceremonial first pitch, and I'm sure many people already know his story. Uh, shot several times in the line of duty about 16 months ago, uh, December 2021, uh, including one time in the head, was given virtually no chance to survive. Yeah, they keep reporting he was given little chance. Uh, I was at the hospital, and, and they told us this is not survivable, were the exact words that the doctors and the neurologists and everybody used. And wow, have... have he has he and his family proven us wrong completely proven virtually everyone wrong except for his wife uh we'll get into that in just a little bit she's been quite the rock but my goodness we knew he was going to throw out the first pitch and and you and i know this he he can toss a ball around because he plays fetch with his dog in the backyard that's one of the things that he does for rehabilitation so we knew he was going to throw out the first pitch i didn't know he was going to stand up and throw out the pitch. When somebody told me that he did that, uh, I, I was I, I couldn't even believe it. Yep. Knowing already what has happened, I, I knew he was coming far. I, I could not believe it. I, I even said, okay, he stood up, but, but when he threw the ball, he went, sat back down, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and he got... He, he came out. I don't think anybody knew that. So so he's getting wheeled out uh, by his wife, Chelsea, uh, D-backs legend, uh, Luis Gonzalez was there holding the ball, uh, accompanying him to the pitcher's mound. And then the, it goes quiet for a second, and there's this roar. And I'm like, what's going on? He's getting out of his chair. He's standing up. And I think everybody was amazed just at that. So then he's standing up, and Luis Gonzalez gives him the ball. Uh, he's a lefty, he's a southpaw, so he takes it in his left hand, and he throws a strike. It, this is just like every he could have he could have rolled the ball up to home plate and everybody would have been impressed tell me ryan what that crowd did tell me what that felt like being in that stadium i mean it was electric but but it was kind of like a superhuman electric like atmosphere because it, it everybody was just going on emotion you know like i really think the adrenaline rush that he gave that stadium i mean there was just a flyover 
Um, and is, you got to talk about a full house. I mean, this is 45,000 plus at the D-backs game, and it's a Dodgers. Dodgers are there as well. They have a big fan base in town. So there was a lot of people there, and everybody was, you know, when you're talking about D-backs and Dodgers, like there's a lot of split stadium, you know what I mean? People are rooting for one side or the other. Everybody was rooting for Tyler. Yeah, and the D-backs did a remarkable job introducing him. Yeah, we, we can't say enough. Uh, give enough kudos and thanks to the D-backs for, for really rolling out the red carpet. In fact, they, they put together a video for Tyler for his entrance, and that really kind of fired up the crowd as well. So we have the audio of that video. Let's take a listen. On December 14th, 2021, rookie Phoenix police officer Tyler Moldovan responded to a call of a crime in progress. The recent graduate of the police academy was tragically shot multiple times ending up in the intensive care unit at St. Joseph's Hospital and given little chance to survive. After spending a month on life support, he began his long road to recovery, powered by a strong faith and dedicated family. June of 2022, Moldovan returned home from the hospital and just days later received his official Phoenix Police Department badge right here in our ballpark. Fans today, Officer Moldovan returns to Chase Field after nearly a year and a half of intensive rehabilitation, accompanied by his wife Chelsea and D-backs legend Luis Gonzalez. He is here to throw out tonight's ceremonial first pitch. D-backs fans, please help us welcome and show our support for Officer Tyler Moldovan. Just listening to that, I could almost feel the excitement. Uh, I know that everybody was probably just going crazy. Dodgers fans as well, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and, and the Dodgers themselves, the players were up on the top step, uh, you know, cheering him on. You know, the game was completely secondary at that point. Uh, but one thing, you know, you can't say enough about what Tyler is doing. I, I, I think you can equally have a similar sentiment about his wife, Chelsea. Absolutely no doubt. She is the one who, from the get-go, when they said he's not going to make it, she said, oh, yes, he is. One of the only ones. Let's just be honest yeah. with that. Yeah. Actually, n- nurses were talking amongst each other, from what I understand, saying, you know, she's she's got to get a grip on reality, you know? Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a grip all right. She did. And on Thursday night, she had a grip on Tyler's right hand, on his right arm, uh, giving him a little extra strength as he threw the ball. Um, we, we wanted to give them a little space and respect on Thursday night, so we, we didn't chat with them, but we did sit down with Tyler and Chelsea in December. And we talked to them about that very thing with all the the medical experts saying, you know, you got to come to reality here. Um, So we want to kind of ask her point blank, you know, what what that was like and what gave her that strength. My faith. Um, I've been a Christian, a believer. I was born into a believer family, so I kind of knew the concept. And at about 16, I devoted my life to Christ. And held on to it. I knew the Bible. I knew what it said. I believed it, but I really just put it into action because it was life and death on the line. That's all I knew I could do. I mean, when you work in the medical field, you already see all the options are out of sight. There's nothing left to do. All the meds are there. And so 
I remember there was a couple of verses at the top of my head that I was like, okay, if every word of his proves true, which that's what it says too, then I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it and I'm going to take a leap that's so far out of reach. And I did. And, but there is, there is this peace that he was not going to be buried. I don't even know how to explain it, but when everyone was talking about funerals, when they were having people say goodbye to him, I didn't because this peace just kind of surpassed everything that I, it was impossible for me to almost say it. It sounded like I would be disobeying if I did, and like I'd be giving up on him when there was no reason to. His heart was still beating. He couldn't get an MRI yet, so we didn't know like the actual extent to his injuries. So I said, well, unless his heart stops, <laughs> you're still alive, and I'm still going to stand firm with you. So, And I also can't think of losing my husband so soon, so that was probably the link to his love. And how do you process those moments, though, where there are people in the medical field and beyond without near as much hope, clearly, as you had? Uh, sometimes I did. Sometimes I just let them talk, and I knew that I can't change their point of view, just like can't change mine. So I said what I thought. I showed him the monitor. His heart's still there, still beating. It's his own. He wasn't even on machines for that. Sure, he might be on a vent, but... People get off that. <laughs> people live with it, so we'll figure it out. Um, but there were many people that, medical and non, that said I was in denial. And it came quickly to think, oh, shoot, maybe I am. But I just didn't believe it. And so I held on to it, and I kind of felt like the lonesome person sometimes. That, okay, like, I'm really either crazy or God's going to do something so crazy that it's not explainable. And he did. And, of course, you know, we're in the middle of a, a big faith season right now mm -hmm. uh, for many uh, uh, religions and many faiths. Um, and uh, while while we have experienced this, you know, Chief Sullivan wasn't here mm -hmm. uh, at the time of this incident. But soon after he got here, he rallied around the family as well. He also was at opening night and experienced uh, what that crowd did and what Tyler did. Here with Interim Chief Michael Sullivan, we just had quite the moment uh, on the field where Tyler Maldivon threw out the first pitch. What's your immediate reaction in witnessing that? What an incredible evening. I mean, we saw a miracle happen tonight. I mean, if uh, folks know what he came back from, it's just an absolute miracle. I mean, it. Uh, I have no doubt that he will be back with Phoenix Police Department before we know it, given what he showed us here tonight. We knew he was throwing out the first pitch. I had no idea he was going to stand up and throw that ball. What what was going on in your mind when you saw him get out of that wheelchair? Yeah, no, absolutely uh, blew my mind to watch him stand up on his own and throw that ball across the plate. And he put pressure on me if I ever have to throw a ball uh, to make sure that I got it, get it where it needs to go. Uh, I know this, this incident happened. It occurred before you came to Phoenix Police. Uh, what kind of interactions have you had with Tyler since coming here, and what things have you said to him? Yeah, I just keep encouraging him. Uh, I've, I've seen him. The, the first time I got to meet Tyler was at the Electric Light Parade, uh, where we honored him there. I saw him just a few weeks ago. 
uh, at a at a precinct where he was out there with his family, and then uh, then here tonight. So it uh, each time he the energy that he brings, he just lights up everybody around him. It's incredible. Opening day for the D-backs. You're coming from Baltimore, obviously, so you know a little bit about the Orioles and Camden Yards. What's your first experience like here, uh, especially considering the moment that we just witnessed for a full house? Hey, I'm a uh, I'm a Diamondbacks fan forever. After after that, after what they did for the Phoenix Police Department and Tyler to, to allow us to celebrate that moment, uh, go Diamondbacks. And and for anybody who wasn't here to witness it, uh, can you describe? Just what you saw. I mean, just watching the entire stadium, uh, you could feel the energy when he stood up and, and that ball went across home plate. Uh, I don't know that I can put it in words. Uh, I think you really had to be here to, to really feel that energy. Chief, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. I know Chief Sullivan has spent a little bit of time with uh, him and his wife, uh, Tyler and his wife, and, and uh, he's just as amazed as everybody else. As everybody else, including the Dodgers, who uh, were up on the top step of their dugout, giving him a standing ovation, clapping for him as Tyler was being wheeled off the field on Thursday night. Quite the surreal moment. And then you had Dodgers fans and D-backs fans alike uh, saluting him uh, as he was going down the warning track. He gave a tip of the cap, uh, kind of a pinch me moment uh, in front of a sellout crowd at Chase Field. Just just unbelievable. It really is it. Everybody has to rally around a, a guy like that, a family like that. Uh, we can learn so much from mm-hmm. from watching them kind of walk through what has been given to them uh, and and come out really the other side. And, and I expect more miracles from them as well. And like Chief says, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back to work in some. Yeah, I mean, if you're doubting him, I don't know what story you've been paying attention to over the last year and a half. It doesn't make any sense. You've been proven wrong constantly. At some point, you have to change your mind. Sure, absolutely. True sense of the word hero. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we hope to bring you more stories of hero and heroism within the Phoenix Police Department here on Phoenix 5-0. Brian, always a pleasure to be with you, and thank you for listening. Until next time. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.